Hello everyone. Hey, this is Pastor Terry here and welcome to Summit Church Fenton. Hey, this is our midweek Bible study and uh, it's uh, July the 22nd. And I tell you what, summer is just moving right along on us. But uh, hey, uh, this evening what I want to do is I want to conclude uh, the series that I've been teaching on. It's uh, been on the subject of promotion. And uh, of course, God wants to promote us, but there's things that we have to do in order for him uh, to promote us. And so the last three Wednesday evenings, we've been looking at the spiritual side of promotion. Uh, this evening, I want to look at the natural side. Of course, the first session, we looked at the importance of humility. And then the second session, we looked at the importance of faithfulness and having a good attitude and being thankful and those sorts of things. And then last Wednesday night, we looked at the subject of seeking God. And of course, those are, are all spiritual things. But tonight, I want to look at the natural side of promotion, what things we can do in the, in the natural realm that will cause, uh, you know, promotion, bring promotion into our lives. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting as I've observed Christians over the many years and, and, uh, and, and myself as well. It, it, it seems like we have a tendency to either want to do all spiritual things and no natural things, or we want to do all natural things and no spiritual things. And, uh, and, and you know, that's not the way that we get promoted. That's not the way that uh, we get blessed by God. Uh, we have to remember that we are spirit beings, all right, but we live in natural bodies. And so there's a spiritual element that we have to pay attention to. And then there's a natural uh, element we have to pay attention to. And to walk in blessing in this life, uh, we have to do the spiritual things and the natural things. You know, I, I see this, uh, uh, I guess, in the uh, area of healing. You know, uh, so many times I'll, I'll see people that will, uh, you know, do the spiritual things concerning uh, receiving healing from the Lord. Like, you know, they'll sit under the word of God and and hear the word of God and and, and, you know, confess properly con concerning the word of God and, and, you know, speak the healing scriptures and all of that. And that's very good. But those same people, uh, then, you, you know, you watch them and they won't take care of their physical bodies. They won't eat right. They won't exercise. You know, uh, I was one of those people myself. You know, uh, I, I would spend time in the Word of God concerning healing and study the healing scriptures and all of that. But I was, uh, you know, six years ago, I was way overweight. Uh, my cholesterol numbers were just through the roof. The doctor was getting, getting ready to put me on cholesterol medicine. And, uh, you know, I was a heart attack waiting to happen. And I, I was eating Big Macs and White Castles and, uh, you know, milkshakes and just, just all kinds of bad food and no exercise. And, uh, you know, I just, I said, Hey, you know, I gotta, I gotta not, not only do the natural things, uh, as it pertains, I, I not only have to do the spiritual things as it pertains 
to health, but I have to do the natural things also. And, uh, and so, uh, I'm thankful that I did, but I, but I've watched people over the years, you know, they'll, they'll do the natural things. I've, I keep saying natural things. They'll do the spiritual stuff they need to do for healing, but, but they won't do the natural things like uh, exercise and eat right. And, uh, and, and it seems like, you know, those people never do get healed because they won't do the, the natural things. They'll do the spiritual things, but they won't do the natural things that are necessary to, to, uh, be well and, and maintain healing. I've seen any number of people over the years that, that had, had ailments in, in their body and whatnot that, that, you know, they didn't need prayer. <laughs> you know, now, of course, we all need prayer, but they didn't need prayer. They just needed to lose about 50 pounds. You see what I'm saying? So there, there's, there's a, a spiritual side. There's a natural side. We'll see here. Here, as we go along, you know, we've already seen there's, there's a spiritual side to promotion, but there's also a natural side. You know, we just, I just gave the, the healing example and walking in health, but you see this in the area of finances also. You know, a lot of times over the many years I've watched Christians, you know, they're, they're faithful to, you know, to, to tithe and, and give offerings and all of that. And that's great. And that's wonderful. But then, you know, you see those same Christians. Uh, they, they, uh, refuse to budget. Uh, they refuse to watch how they spend their money. You know, uh, some of them don't, you know, maybe work, uh, uh, as hard as they, they, they should or could. Um, you know, and they won't do, what I'm trying to say is they won't do the, the, the natural side, side of, of finances. Uh, they'll, they'll do the, they'll do the spiritual things necessary like tithing and giving, but, but they, they won't make budgets or they won't, you know, live within a budget, uh, that sort of thing. And, and those people again and again struggle in finances. Uh, and, and when all they'd have to do is, is, you know, keep, you know, continue to do the spiritual things, tithe, give offerings. That's great. But then, but then, you know, uh, budget, you know, work hard, budget, all of that and live within your means. And, uh, I like what one good minister says. He says it's, it's the natural and the supernatural that comes together that makes an explosive force for God. I like that. And so, uh, so, so what I'm trying to tell you is, is that as we live life as a, as, as a Christian, there's spiritual things that we must do. There's natural things that we must do. And we need to, you know, and, and again, you know, sometimes folks, they just want to do the Christians. Now they want to do all the spiritual things and not the natural, or they'll do the natural and do the natural things and not the spiritual. You have to do them both and uh, to, to be all that you can be and to receive everything that you can from the Lord, you know, and uh, it, it's the same thing with promotion. You know, we, we need to, uh, uh, Walk humbly before the Lord, humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, and He'll exalt us. And then uh, in due season, you know, we talked about that and uh, faithfulness. A faithful man will abound in blessing, and and we no noted last week seeking the Lord how important that is. So the, the spiritual, there's many spiritual things we can do uh, that will cause God to promote us. But then tonight, what I want to talk about is is some natural things that we can do that will bring promotion, and that will cause God to promote us, okay? So let's talk about the natural side of promotion. And uh, 
I want to, we're going to just stay in the book of Proverbs tonight, the book of Proverbs. And I'm just going to read various scriptures to you and comment as, as we go. But, uh, uh, just reading from my notes here, uh, working hard brings promotion. Working hard brings promotion. And, uh, Proverbs 12, 24 says, the hand of the diligent will rule. Or we could say it this way, the hand of the hard worker will rule. Well, ruling, that that means getting promoted. Uh, if you're a hard worker on your job, you'll uh, you'll likely get promoted and and maybe have, you know, you know, become become a supervisor maybe or whatever and and rule. Well, you you'll have authority over people. There'll be people under you as you get promoted. Uh so the hand of the diligent will rule, or we could say the hand of the hard worker will get promoted. But the lazy man will be put to forced labor. Well, well that's not good. Uh, you know, the Bible doesn't have anything good to say about laziness. Absolutely nothing good to say about laziness. God has nothing good to say about laziness. Uh, the lazy man will be uh, put to forced labor. Um, that's something to think about. Here's another one. Proverbs 13, 4. The soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing. The soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing. Well, uh, we could say has nothing. There's no promotion coming there. But the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. The soul of the diligent. See, there's that diligent, that hard hard worker, shall be made rich. Well, that's getting promoted. Uh, here's another one. Proverbs 14.4 says, Where no oxen are, the trough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. Much increase, promotion, comes from or comes by the strength of an ox. Well, the strength of an ox, that indicates hard work. Uh, much increase comes by the strength of an ox. Much increase comes, or we could say promotion comes as the result of, of being a hard worker. Um, you know, it, I, I've, I, I've thought about this over the years, you know, as it pertains to, uh, uh, like, like building a church. You know, uh, my wife and I, we, we've been privileged to be able to build a, a church and, and we did it by the grace and the direction of the Lord. Uh, and, and we've spent time praying and seeking the Lord over the years. Actually, before we started the church, uh, we prayed and sought the Lord and did our best to get his will on what he wanted us to do and, and the property he wanted us to buy and so forth and so on. So, so see, there was a spiritual side to that. We, sought the Lord. See, we talked last week about seeking the Lord. We sought the Lord and, 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 and as best we could found, found what he wanted, uh, uh, us to do. And, and like the property that, that we had, that our church sits on, there's a very supernatural story behind that and the way the Lord provided that land for, for us. And I won't get into it here, but, but it's really an interesting story. Uh, as 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 to how that uh, the property came into our hands and 
and the 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 actually a, a minister had owned it years way back years back and he was a uh, a uh, uh, he traveled on a on a buckboard with a horse and a buggy and he he traveled a circuit here in this area and he preached the gospel and way back many 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 decades ago he dedicated that property that the church sits on uh he 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 dedicated it he dedicated it dedicated it to the service of the Lord. And, uh, and in, in fact, uh, we were meeting in a, a local high school and we met there for four years. And, uh, uh, and, and the, we didn't even have to go find the, the ground, the, 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 uh, the owner, uh, not the man that dedicated it back years back, but it had come through another, uh, person or two's hands, you know, over the years. But uh, 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 this guy came up to the school uh, looking to see if we wanted to buy property. And there's other things I could tell you about it. But uh, uh, even the way the, that, that uh, preacher that uh, owned it back, that buckboard preacher, he had planted some trees on the property in the form of a cross. And now they're big, huge trees. And if you could get up in a helicopter and fly over, you could see uh, the, the, the area of the property that we haven't developed Uh yeah, yet, uh, it, it's in the shape of a, of a cross, but those trees, you know, so it's just an interesting story, but, you know, so we sought the Lord and, and God provided the property. So there was a spiritual side there, but then, you know, we had to do a lot of hard work. You know, there were buildings sitting on that property that had to be torn down, you know, and, and, and I, I say this with all due respect, but I think it'll get the point across to folk. You know, the Lord didn't come down and, and get on the bulldozer and, 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 and take those, those house, those old houses. There were a lot of old, several old farmhouses on the property that had to be taken down. Trees had to be taken down and then the new built, the property had to be prepped and then the new building had to be built. The Lord didn't come, come down here and get on the bulldozer and do that. And he didn't take hammer and nails, although he is a carpenter, you know, or was a carpenter, but, uh, he, you know, he, he didn't come down here with the hammer and nails and do that. We, we had to do that ourselves. And now what he did do, what he did do, see, is he provided the money for us to hire people to, 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 you know, clear the property and build, build the, the church building and all that. What am I doing here? I'm trying to get you to see that, that there's a spiritual side to promotion, but then there's a natural side. There's hard work. There's a lot of hard work in, in, in building a church building. Take, take it from me. And so there's a spiritual side of it and God did his part. He did the things that we couldn't do. And he, oh, he provided so wonderfully and provided so many people to help us and, and provided the finances and just so, so God did his part, the things we couldn't do, but then the things we could do, we had to do and a lot of hard work. And so, uh, strength of an ox, so to speak. But, but it, but it brought about increase. See, so there's a spiritual side to promotion and a natural side to it. And so if you want to be promoted, you know, be humble, be faithful, seek the Lord and, uh, and work hard. All right. Find out what he wants you to do and work hard. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, as it pertains to ministry, it talks about the work of the ministry, you know, but, but whether you're a minister or not, whatever, uh, 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 facet of life that, that, that you're in, uh, uh, or whatever it is you do, 
you know, there's a spiritual side to it. You need to seek the Lord, but then there's, a, you got to work hard, okay? And uh, for God to promote you. And so uh, I think you get what I'm saying. Here's, here's a verse I want to read. Proverbs 14, 23 says, in all labor, there is profit. So I could say it this way, in all hard work, there is promotion. Uh, but idle chatter leads only to poverty. Or we could say idle chatter will not bring about promotion. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, I, I think about, uh, this one fella years ago when we were meeting in the, in, in the school. And nobody would know who I'm talking about here. Uh, cause I, I never want to embarrass anyone. But there's this fella back, uh, this goes back 20, 24, well, 20, I don't know, over 20 years ago. And, uh, you know, we, uh, when we were meeting at the, at, at Rockwood Summit High School here in Fenton, we met there for four years. That's how we started the church or, you know, where we started the church. Actually, we started it in, in, uh, in our house. And then the Lord directed us to move it to the, to the school. And then, and then he provided land, as I just said, for our pro the property for our building. But there was this, uh, we met Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights and we had this big trailer, pr pretty large trailer. And we had all the sound equipment in it. We had, uh, uh, you know, we had a crew of people that, that would, uh, uh, we'd have to load and unload, you know, just a whole bunch of sound equipment and children's and, you know, uh, 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 supplies and all of that. It was, it was quite an ordeal every Sunday morning, every Wednesday night. It all had to be loaded and unloaded and all of that. Quite a, hard work. See, hard work. And we had so many faithful people that helped us with that. But there was this one fella that, you know, he, uh, uh, he would, he would be there. And yeah, he was there Sundays and Wednesdays for the most part, pretty much almost every Sunday and most Wednesday nights. And he would, I'll never forget, he would stand, uh, he would stand around and I'll never forget, he'd always have his, his arms, uh, folded like that. Always, and, and he and he chattered and talked and chattered and talked. He never lifted his finger to do anything, but he had everything all figured out. He told he'd tell everybody else just what they're supposed to do and how they're supposed to do it, but he wouldn't lift his finger to do anything. And uh, and and he'd watch women. He he'd watch women carrying stuff walk right past him, and you know. The women, you know, you know, and, 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 you know, some heavy stuff that, that the women shouldn't have been carrying. And, uh, and he'd just stand right there and just watch them and chitter chatter and, and, you know, you know, tell them, you know, they were carrying it the wrong way, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, anyway, in the process of time, uh, this fella, he, he wanted to, to be promoted in, in our church. He had, he had approached me about, you know, being promoted. Uh, well, actually he didn't approach me. Someone else approached me and said, why don't you promote that fella into such and such position? And I said, no, no way. I mean, he's not going to get any promotion. I mean, all he did is, is, is stand around and talked. He never did any work, you know? Uh, and so, the Bible says right here, idle chatter leads only to poverty. Well, 
it, 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 we could read it this way, as I already said, idle chatter will not bring promotion. And I thought that was an interesting example. That guy, all he did is stand around and talk. He never, he never, never did any work. You know, you got to put your money where your mouth is, you know, if you want to get promoted by the Lord. You know what I'm saying by that. You got, can't just talk a good game. You got to, there's a lot of people talk a good game. Uh, but, uh, it's the people that actually put their hand to the plow and, 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 and get the job done. That's, that's, those are the people that God's going to promote. Okay. Those are the people that are going to get promotion. Uh, here's one now. Here's an interesting one. Uh, Proverbs 23 verse four. We're just looking at the book of Proverbs and looking at some, some of the, you know, the natural side of promotion. Proverbs 23 four says, now this is interesting. Do not overwork to be rich. Uh, uh, we'll just look at the first part of that verse. It'd be sufficient. Do not overwork to be rich or do not overwork to be promoted. You know, uh, I, God believes in hard work. He wants us to work hard. Okay. And, uh, uh, and, and so we've just been talking about, you know, looking at scriptures that we need to work hard. But you know, according to the Bible, you can overwork. You can, you can over, you can overdo it. And I've met people that, that have, have done that as well. They've overworked, overworked. And, uh, and, and they just, uh, you know, I, I guess what, what, what a, a good way to say this is, is, uh, you know, we need to stay in the middle of the road. We need to do spiritual things. We need to do natural things in right, proper balance. But, uh, you know, sometimes you can, you, you know, like in this case here, you can 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 overwork and work 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 work, and uh, uh, it says do not overwork to be rich. You can overwork, work yourself to the bone, and just just be worn out. And never do do you know do get promoted because you've overworked. And the Bible says not to do that. Let me let me try to say this a little bit better. Think of an example. Uh, uh, here, here's a, a good example. Here's something I've seen over the years that I think will better illustrate this. Uh, you know, I've watched people over the years, they're, they're going along and, and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll hit a hard patch or the bill will come up or something will happen where they need more money. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I've watched people that, you know, well, you know, they're, they're gonna, uh, increase their tithe and increase their given and just do all spiritual stuff and you know and 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 that's all they'll do so they kind of get in the ditch on the spiritual side and we need to be tithers and givers and all that but they they think well we're we're just increase the giving increase the spiritual end of things and 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 they seems like they that doesn't do it so then what they'll do some people i've seen this over the years they'll they'll you know, they'll back off maybe on, on the spiritual stuff and then they'll, they'll go over here and get three or four or five jobs. And, and they can't come to church anymore because I say three or four or five jobs. But, but I have seen some people where, you know, they were working a job, maybe a part-time job, and then they need more money. And, and, and so they, they, you know, instead of believing God and trusting God, they'll, they're, well, we're going to work instead of, you know, a job and a part-time. Now we're going to get another part-time job or two. And, and you never see them at church. See, they neglect the spiritual things. See, so, so we need, we need to, we, we need to do the spiritual stuff, 
We also need to do the natural stuff. Okay. And, and, and frankly, you can overdo either one of them. You know, you know, you seldom hear a preacher say this, but it's the truth. You know, you can give too much. You know, I've watched people over the years, you know, they, they, they sometimes, now, now you don't run into this too often, but sometimes folks give too much. And, uh, and, and, uh, a little funny story here. I don't know if I ought to share this or not, but I think I will. There's one fella, not at my church. Now this didn't happen at my church, but a pastor friend of mine, uh, he had, uh, he finished preaching his midweek service and he was greeting at the door and the offering counters came to him and, and, uh, and somebody had put their false teeth in the offering. And, uh, of course the pastor, that pastor kind of figured out who it was. And so he went to the guy and he said, did you put your false teeth in the offering? The guy, you know, yeah, yeah, pastor, I, I, I put my false teeth in the offering. He said, why did you do that? He said, well, he said, you were preaching on, you gotta give, 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 give to the church, give to the church. He said, I gave everything I've had over the years of the church. The only thing I have left to give is my false teeth. <laughs> well, I think that guy gave too much, you know, so I, I, I just couldn't resist. I had to tell you that story, but, uh, uh, you know, so you can give too much. Uh, you know, be a tither, be a giver, seek God, purpose in your heart, what you, what you should give beyond your tithe. Okay. But sometimes folk give too much. And similarly, on the other side of the road, I watch people that they work too hard. Now, now most of the time that's not the case. Most of the time folks aren't working enough, but you know, but what, uh, you see what I'm saying? You could work too hard. Keep, let's keep this thing in balance. Be a tither, be a giver, do the spiritual things work be a hard worker just don't overdo it don't overwork i i, I, I i'm thinking of a, a certain uh person right now right they work 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 and 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 uh work 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 and you know what a lot of promotion did come and a lot of good things did come but but the person worked themselves into a into a a, a physical and mental breakdown and, uh, that's not any good, you know, so, so we, you just, you just have to be balanced and I keep saying it again and again, but repetition's the seed of learning, you know, do the spiritual things and, uh, you know, do the natural things, be a hard worker, just don't overdo it, you know, and, uh, uh, Keep everything in balance and, and God will promote you. And then when he promotes you, you won't be so, so worn out. See, these folks that, that overwork, I think a lot of times what happens is they're trying to do too much on, the, for themselves and they're not relying on God enough to do his part. See, and, and, and even if you did get promoted working so hard, you get promoted, but like I just said, you're so worn out, you can't enjoy the promotion. So, Hey, do the spiritual stuff in, in balance. Do the natural stuff in balance. Be a hard worker, but stay balanced. Don't overdo it and you'll be promoted. Okay. Uh, here I'll read from my notes. It says, what good is being promoted if you are so worn out you can't spend quality time with your family? That's pretty good, huh? Let's look at a few more things here. Uh, I'm checking my time here. I've got a little time yet to preach to you. So here in Proverbs 6, uh, uh, 
verses nine through eleven, we'll see the lazy do the lazy do not get promoted. Let's just read this. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? Well, we don't want to be sluggards. That's not a good thing. That's a that's being lazy. How long will you sleep, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler and your need like an armed man. Wow, think about that. A little sleep, a little slumber. Now, you know as well as I do, the Bible says that God gives his beloved sleep. Okay, so there's nothing wrong with sleep. We need to get our, you know, uh, proper amount of sleep. You know, uh, uh, I tell you what, now when I was younger, I could... I could, I could go with less sleep, but, uh, uh, but I tell you now, I've, I've got to get my, you know, seven, eight hours of sleep at night or I'm just, I'm just no good the next day. I just, you got, you got to get that sleep. God designed us that way. So there's, we need to have our sleep. This is what this is talking about though is laziness. When the person ought to have been working, a little sees sleeping, slumbering, sluggard, little folding of the hands to sleep. It says poverty will come on you like a prowler. Wow, think about that. No promotion there. Proverbs, now Proverbs 19.15 says laziness casts one into a deep sleep and an idle person will suffer hunger. Wow. No promotion there. See, these are natural things, you know, that we need to, need to be aware of. Uh, laziness. That's the opposite of hard work. Lazy people don't get promoted. Okay. Uh, here, Proverbs 20, verse 13. Do not love sleep, lest you come to poverty. And no promotion there. Open your eyes, the Bible says. Open your eyes and you will be satisfied with bread. Or you will be, we could say you'll be promoted. I, I, that's an interesting verse. All these are interesting, very good verses. Do not love sleep lest you come to poverty. Now again, of course, I, I like to sleep. I think that's not what this is talking about. You know, again, God gives his beloved sleep. He gives us rest. And we're, and, and I like, I tell you what, there's not, there's nothing like a good night's sleep. God wants that for us. You, but this is, that's not what this is talking about. This is, this is talking about, I'll, I'll put it in my own words. Don't love sleep. In that you're, you're, you're lazy and you're just sleeping all the time. You know, and do not love sleep lest you come to poverty. Laziness will bring poverty. Open your eyes. Wake up. Go to work. Wake up. Go to work. Get, get to work and you will be satisfied with bread. Here's, here's one. Proverbs 21 verse 25 and 26. The desire of the lazy man kills him. For his hands refuse to labor. He covets greedily all day long. It's interesting. People that are lazy. One thing I've noticed about lazy people, right in line with the scripture here, they're always wanting what other, they're always wanting what that person has or wanting what that person has. Well, you got to remember that person, that person worked real hard to get what they got. You know, a lot of times lazy people just want it to fall on them, you know, just, 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 you know, sleep till noon every day and, and then get up, eat lunch and, you know, you know, then take a nap, all of that. You know, you're not going to get anywhere doing that. You know, you got to work. You got to, you got to work hard. 
But a lot of times, lazy people, they covet what other people have. They covet what the hard worker has, and they're jealous of what the hard worker has. Well, the hard worker has what they have because they worked hard, you know, and and uh, I think you understand. Uh, let me just read from my notes. Lazy people usually want the promotion that the hard worker gets, but are not willing to do what it takes to get the promotion. Lazy people will typically get mad at the hard worker for being promoted and having nice things. I think that pretty well sums it up. Here's another one, Proverbs 26, 13. The lazy man says, there's a lion in the road, a fierce lion in the streets. Well, what this is saying is that, you ever notice, have you ever noticed lazy people will almost always have an excuse for why they're not working hard? And in this case, this, this lazy guy here says there's a lion in the road. Fierce lion in the streets. I, I can't go out there. I can't go to work. There's a lion out there. And then notice verse 14. But point is, lazy people will have all kinds of excuses as to why they don't work hard. And then verse 14, as a door turns on its hinges, so does a lazy man on his bed. See, the Bible has nothing good to say about lazy folks. The lazy man buries his hand in the bowl. Oh, think about this. The lazy man buries his hand in the bowl. It wearies him to bring it back to his mouth. Now, you, you talk about lazy. I don't think I've ever met anybody quite that lazy. It's so lazy, he'll put his hand in the bowl but but too lazy to bring the food to his bring the food to his mouth. Wow, you talk about lazy. Now that's that's lazy. A lazy man buries his hand in a bowl, it wearies him to bring it back to his mouth. Wow. The lazy man is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can answer sensibly. Well absolutely. That reminds me of that guy I was telling you about earlier, you know, who wouldn't help move the sound equipment. He just stood there, you know, he had it all figured out. He wouldn't help anybody. You know, he wouldn't work hard. The lazy man is wiser in his own eyes and seven men who can answer sensibly. So, you know, I, lazy people, a lot of times, they, 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 they have it all figured out, don't they? Yeah, but they, but their needs aren't met. They, they don't, you know, they're wondering where their next meal's coming from and so forth and so on. They got it all figured out. Well, if they had it all figured out, they'd quit being lazy and get, get to working hard. Anyway, um, here's another scripture. This is a good summation scripture for the hard worker versus the lazy. Proverbs 28, 19. He who tills his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows frivolity, I hope I said that right, goofing off, he who goofs off will have poverty enough. Proverbs 28, 19. He who tills his land will have plenty of bread. He who works hard his land will have plenty of bread. But he who goofs off will have poverty enough. Now, uh, here's something else, a good principle uh, that, that you need to be aware of. Look at Proverbs 24, verses 30 through 34. Now, really listen to this. This is so important, so important. Great principle here, Proverbs twenty four thirty. Uh, I went by the field of the lazy man, and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding, and there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with weeds. Its stone wall was broken down, and when I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. 
a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, so shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. Well, there, there it is again, the sleep and the slumber. Here's what you need to get out of this. Because I, I, I've watched this over the years. Uh, uh, people who, uh, uh, well, let me say this. You need to take care of and maintain what you, what you do have. Uh, I'm thinking about one, uh, situation right now of a certain group of people. Uh, they, uh, well, well, it was, it was a church and nobody would have any clue who I'm talking about, but it was a church and my wife and I watched it and they had a, a, a smaller building and, uh, the, uh, weeds, uh, the, the, the yard was never cut, there's weeds growing everywhere and the building was run down. And actually, I'm thinking of, of, of two churches like this, but this particular one, it was a smaller church. And, uh, and of course, I, you know, uh, I watched it and, uh, my wife and I watched it over the years. And, uh, things were in ill repair, disrepair. Uh, parking lot not taken care of, weeds growing up in the, through the asphalt, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, the, uh, they got bought out by, uh, highway department or whatever, and it, it gave them enough money to build a, uh, uh, a big, real pretty church. And you would think that having that money and building a big pretty church, that everything would be taken care of just right up to the minute. But you know what? Guess what? After the newness of that church, new church wore off, this process of time, it was in dis ill repair, uh, the uh, weeds growing in the yard, grass not cut. See, so it doesn't matter if you have little or big, it's, it's what are you going to do with what you have? And, uh, I'm thinking of another, now another church where it was a smaller setting and uh, everything was kept right to the minute, right up, right just to the minute. And uh, uh, and then uh, some things happened and they wound up in a much bigger setting. And guess what? That bigger setting, everything was kept right up, just 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 right to the minute. And uh, see, so so it's not how big or how little you have, it's what you do with what you do have. And, uh, you know, my wife and I sometimes will walk through the subdivision, you know, around here where we live and, and the, where we used to live back years ago, we'd walk around in that subdivision too. And where we lived before that, we'd walk around in that subdivision. And when we lived in Oklahoma for two years, we walked around down there. And one thing we've noticed in all the places as you walk through, some yards are just kept right, just right, just, 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 just beautiful. And one next door would just be all run down and weeds growing, grass not cut. And it's, it's interesting, isn't it? And so uh, what you do is, is you take care of what you do have. You keep right up to the minute what you do have. And, uh, and that's, that's an important principle of being promoted. Uh, you, you take care of what you do have even if it's little, take care of it. Keep it, uh, keep it all shined up. 
you know, grass cut, whatever the case. Keep it, keep it, you know, shining as best you can, whatever it is. And, uh, and then, then God will promote that. He, he really, really will. Okay. So take care of what you do have. As he said, I went by the field of the lazy man and the vineyard of the man of devoid of understanding. It was all overgrown with thorns. Its surfaces were covered with weeds. See, they weren't taking care of what they did have. And there, there'll be no promotion. If you don't take care of the little that God gives you, it goes back to when we taught on faithfulness a few weeks ago. If you don't take care of the little that he gives you, he'll never promote you to the much. Proverbs 6, verse 6. Let's read here. Go Listen to this. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. What is this telling us? This is telling us that we have to properly manage what we do have, just like the ant. And the inter interesting, the ant uh, has no captain or overseer or ruler. Uh, think about that. Uh, but yet the ant manages properly and the ant gets ready uh, and gets ready in the summer for what's coming in the winter. Provides her the, the go to the ant you slugger consider her ways and be wise which having no captain overseer or ruler provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest uh, you know so so you uh, can learn a great lesson we can learn a great lesson from the ant has no overseer no boss no captain but yet manages properly and uh, I tell you what <laughs> you have to be a good manager you have to be able to manage things. You have to be able to manage your money. Remember when we taught on faithfulness, God really watches how we manage money. You have to manage it. You really, really do. If you don't manage it properly, uh, you get in trouble. You know, you have to have more coming in than what's going out, right? And the money that does come in, you have to manage it properly, okay? And uh, we can learn a lesson from the ant. Let's read Proverbs 21, verse 5 here. New Living Translation says, good, the other's New King James, but this is New Living. Good planning, that's budgeting. Budget's not a dirty word. I tell you what, God wants you to have a budget. I personally believe if we don't have a budget, we're out of the will of God. That's what I think. That's what I believe. And I think you could, it proves it right here in scripture. Good planning or budgeting and hard work. Now, oh, this is a great scripture. Good planning, budgeting, and hard work lead to prosperity or promotion. But hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Well, you know, the get rich quick stuff, you, you need to avoid that. Get rich quick stuff. You know as well as I do, people that win those lotteries, almost all of them in, in a short period of time, are their lives are destroyed and they don't have any of that money left and it's a disaster and people that go after get rich quick stuff is the bible is not does not promote get get rich quick the bible promotes you know being faithful over time and then god abounds you with great blessing all right but this is such a great scripture proverbs 21 5 good planning and hard work, budgeting and hard work lead to prosperity. And then uh, speaking of uh, this hasty shortcuts, look at Proverbs 28, verse 20. 
says, a faithful man, oh, this is a great scripture, New King James Version, great scripture, a faithful man will abound with blessings. Well, we looked at that a couple of weeks ago on faithfulness. A faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. So watch the, you know, get rich quick stuff. Be careful of that, uh, but be faithful and you'll abound with blessings. Here's another one. Proverbs 28, 22. A man with an evil eye hastens after riches and does not consider that poverty will come on him. So the Bible has nothing good to say about shortcuts to get blessed. But faithfulness, steadiness, good planning, and maintaining what you do have in the process of time will lead to promotion and prosperity. And then uh, let's close with this verse here. Proverbs 13, 18 says, Poverty and shame will come to him who disdains correction. But he who regards a rebuke will be honored. So now th this, this kind of gets back over into some spiritual, the spiritual side of things. But I think it's a good uh, verse to close this series out with. Poverty and shame... No promotion. Poverty and shame will come to those who disdain or who hate correction. But he who regards a rebuke will be honored or promoted. So, uh, you know, when the Lord corrects us, all right, when he brings correction into our life, uh, don't disdain that, but be thankful that he loves you enough to correct you, okay, that he cares enough about you to correct you. And if he's correcting, if God's correcting you, then you need to be corrected, right? If he's correcting me, then I, if God's doing it, we need, we need to be corrected. And don't disdain that. Uh, but regard any correction that comes from him, from God. Okay. Regard, regard, and, and, and when, remember, this goes back to submission and authority. When, when those who are placed by God over us, uh, correct us, you know, uh, we need to, 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 you know, have a good attitude towards that. And, uh, if, if, if we'll do that, it'll bring promotion. But if somebody corrects us and blah, 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 we have that attitude, you know, and, you know, I'm talking about now when God's doing it and, and good godly authorities correcting us, you know, if we, if we are on bad attitude, we're not going to get promoted. But if, if we'll regard that correction and, and, and then make the adjustments we need to make, then it, it, the Bible says we'll be honored, we'll be promoted. So, hey, let's do the spiritual stuff we need to do. Let's be uh, uh, humble. Let's be faithful. Let's be uh, thankful. Uh, let's keep a good attitude. Let's seek the Lord. Uh, let's do all the spiritual things in good balance. And then let's also do the natural things and let's work hard and 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 take care of like I said let's let's take care of what we what we do have and and work hard and and budget and all of what we've talked about here tonight and then get the spiritual stuff working for us and the natural stuff working for us and then as we've said in the earlier sessions promotion will come from the north where God is and he'll promote us and he'll put us on a place that 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 nobody can can take us down from okay so hey 
I hope you've enjoyed this series on promotion. Let's do these things. And hey, in the process of time, God will promote us, okay? All right, hey, God bless you. And don't forget, my wife will be teaching this Friday night. She's always got something good to share. And then uh, this uh, next Sunday, right at Summit Church, 10 o'clock, we're going to continue with Jesus's healing crusade, okay? So hey, we'll see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye.